some think we're funny Most people don't know We're too old for this Hello, everyone. This is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett. And this is my very good buddy, Brendan Bookie. And this is We're Too Old for This Podcast. Here's the concept. Two best buddies, that's Abby and myself, watch buddy movies, and then we compare the movie friendship to our own. This week, we will be talking about 1993's Grumpy Old Men, starring Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. And I gotta tell you, it's good that we're doing this movie this week, because I am feeling grumpy as fuck right now. And I'm feeling old. (laughs) So... (laughs) Don't don't you always feel old? I feel like I started aging exponentially in, like, eighth grade. (laughs) Eighth grade, it was just like, and here we go. Whatever. Now, here comes... Here comes my osteoporosis. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. I was, I'm grumpy because some, this, I was, this actually happened yesterday, but I was like in a crosswalk and there were a whole lot of people that are going to cross the crosswalk. And one guy basically stepped out basically into the street, mm-hmm. you know, and then a car didn't stop for him mm-hmm. because they were, they were supposed to not stop for him. And he was like basically standing out there. And then the car didn't slow down. The car just drove like it's supposed to drive. And he had to step back. He's like, oh, fucking asshole. And I was like, no, you're the asshole. <laughs> Did you actually like try to explain that to him? I, I didn't because I was with Dahlia. Yeah. And like Dahlia hates it when I get in confrontations with strangers. But it, I was just so, it made me so mad. And I'm still grumpy from it because my least favorite thing is somebody doing something wrong and then blaming the other person. Oh, I hate it that's so much. That's why I hate, that's why I have road rage. It's not because like other drivers are like doing something like i'm trying to get somewhere super fast and i'm just like you know right yeah you got nowhere to go i got nowhere to go i got no life um (laughs) your life is meaningless yeah totally so it's more about the person who is mad like the person who's honking in back-to-back traffic you're like where the fuck do you think you're gonna go oh that's the worst that makes me so mad or I was on the highway once and this this car was swerving back and forth and I pulled up alongside and of course it's this like young woman on her phone yep. and she's just not watching the road. So I honked a couple times and then she immediately turned and yelled at me before she even knew what I was honking about. <laughs> I was like, ugh. And I just kept saying, you're swerving. Yeah. You're swerving. Like I'm trying to be- help you be safe and not kill people. She probably thought you were like hitting on her. Yeah, probably. You're like, awooga, awooga. Awooga. It's confusing. I was, I was, what your horn sounds like. So, yeah, I was, I was driving chitty chitty bang bang at the time. So, mixed, mixed signals there. Yes, I know, totally. Well, we're not doing chitty chitty bang bang. We're doing grumpy old men this week. So, before we do, maybe it would help people who don't know us if we introduce each other. Sure. I think you should go first since you're so grumpy. Okay. I am very grumpy. I'm in a much better mood now that we're recording the podcast. Weirdly enough, this is my happy place. That's sad. Sadly enough. Sad for you. <laughs> this is the place where I feel the best. But it's because I'm with my very good friend, Abby Barrett, who is a singer, a songwriter, a complainer. Yep. A bitcher. Yep. Mm-hmm. A grouser, a griper, and a grumbler. Wow, a grouser. Yeah. Does that mean I hunt you, grouse? No, it means you grouse a lot about a lot of stuff. Oh, I see. Did you did you They're buy a thesaurus this week? Sometimes sometimes I go to the thesaurus. The thesaurus? The thesaurus. We both said it wrong. You said thesaurus. Yeah, what's wrong with thesaurus? And I said, I said thesaurus. It's thesaurus, I thought. I think it's and either. Just, I, the, you know, it's thesaurus. Thesaurus. Mm-hmm. It's thesaurus. I got thesaurus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm on all those ribs. Well, Brendan, my yes. friend Brendan... I have prepared something special for you today. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> Brendan Boogie. Preparation is your middle name. Yes, it is. Brendan Boogie is a filmmaker, a writer, a um, animator sometimes, a um, lover of life, a lover of lunch. Love. <laughs> I am a lover of lunch. <laughs> you are a lover of lunch. Lover of um, all things great and small and um, a licensed... Window installer. <laughs> I love how the last one's always the worst one, and you, you like, <laughs> like you, 
you go, you you're going so well. You're on a theme, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "I'm going to take a left turn here." I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm going to start saying it. I don't know. It's usually just like what pops into my head, like things that I'm yeah, looking what at. What you're looking at? Yeah. You're looking at the window. Yeah. So there you go. Exactly. So it's one of your great skills, but your greatest skill is movie recaps. I think we can agree on that. Yes. Should we get into so it? Why don't you Why don't you take us into grumpy old men for one of your famous Abby Barrett recaps? Dun, dun, dun. All right. Well, grumpy old men starts with John Gustafson, who's played by Jack Lemmon, and Max Goldman, who's played by the venerable Walter Matthau. Um, and they've been rivals for decades. They are just always fighting. Um, they live next door to each other in snowy Minnesota and are constantly mm-hmm. trying to get the better of each other with pranks like changing each other's TV channels, sp- mm-hmm. spraying each other. When they're trying to watch, the when he's trying to get the, the lottery, lottery numbers, numbers. <laughs> Mathal goes over and changes his TV <laughs> with a remote. Uh, spraying each other with a hose and or trying right. to get the snow on the eave of the to house fall to fall down, down on, on each them. Other. Uh, putting a yeah. dead fish in each other's cars. Classic Make it real dead stinky. fish in the car. Yeah. And uh, when the IRS agent comes to uh, speak with uh, John Gustafson, Max helps John disguise his identity, but sort of. I wonder if you gentlemen could tell me uh, where I could find Mr. Gustafson? No, Gustafson, no, no, sorry. Mr. John Gustafson? That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. You mean the uh, lowlife, asswipe, egg sucker, John Gustafson? Have you seen him? Man's crazy. Loco. Always hanging out around those kinky strip bars. You know, the ones where the men take their clothes off? That's, of course, if he's taking his medication. Medication? Yes. Without it, he could be anywhere, wandering around, talking to the trees. Believe me, this man is a menace. He's always drinking, starting fights. Isn't that right? I feel like as an insult, egg sucker oh, so is not is so good. I don't even know what it means. Yeah. Well, it's like, like go suck an egg. An, yeah, right. It's so good. Mm-hmm. A low-life egg sucker. So good. Egghead is my other favorite insult. Egghead, yeah. yeah. But it's usually the, aimed um, at somebody who's kind of smart, so. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, there. so that never happens to me. No. And then no one ever calls me an egghead. Not, not at all. Have you ever had any, uh, had the IRS come looking for you? I actually had the IRS claim that I didn't pay them, Ooh. and I had the like the check that they had clearly cashed, because I usually owe because of self-employment. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want me to start talking deeply about all my tax situations? <laughs> I think people would be are very interested okay. in your tax situation. Well, maybe we can have like an addendum at the end of this podcast where it can really- <laughs> Right. Maybe we could do like a spinoff, Abby Talks Taxes. <laughs> people would listen to that. Um, I think they would. But then I called and I was expecting like a big fight about it. The guy couldn't be lovelier. He was like the nicest. Oh, nice. I was like, all right, IRS. They get a bad rap. I mean, IRS. like they're just doing they a do. job. Right, exactly. Let them work, let them live. Yeah, totally. Let, let, hug, hug your local IRS yes. agent. That's what Abby Barrett says. Mm-hmm. And kiss them. With tongue. Hug them and kiss them with tongue. French them. French the shit out of them. <laughs> so, things in the neighborhood get a little steamy and exciting when a free-spirited snowball, snowmobile riding professor named Ariel, who's played by the uh, lovely Anne Margaret. Um, so so Anne Margaret character moves in across the street, and as John and Max watch here, they start to talk to each other about all their um, mutual friends who have died. Did you hear about Eddie Hicks? Hypothermia is a bitch. Not quick like a stroke. A stroke is no damn good. You could end up like a vegetable. Give me a cardiac any day. You know what Jacob said? Jacob said that old Billy Henschel was killed in a car crash. Head-on collision with freight truck. Cleared his car straight over the bridge into the Mississippi. Lucky bastard. You bet. Do you have a do you have a fa- do you have a favorite way to die? Do you think I don't know if we've talked about this before, but do you have a way that you wish you would you died or will die? Yeah, I mean, and is there and is there anything I can do to help with that? <laughs> I think that um, I don't know. Like it would be nice to either die in your sleep or die mm-hmm. like in a, like on a nice hike. Die in nature. You want to die out in the middle or, of the woods? Or, ooh, even better, I want to get attacked by a big cat. Oh, you want to get, di- you want to get, so you want a thrilling last yeah, moment. Yeah, I th- either want it to be like super tame or like just, but it has to be a big cat. I don't, it's like, it can't be any other animal. Why just a big cat? Because I Why like not cats. like a bear? Yeah, but you don't like bears? I don't like bears as much as I like cats. 
So you want to go out in the woods mm-hmm. and then you want to choose I'm going to get attacked by by a cougar or something. Yeah. Because you get to like pet lion. them first a little bit even though they're No, you don't. gnawing at your jugular. You're like you I could still like you know, scratch behind the how ears th- a little bit. How do you think big cat attacks go? I think that they um You think there's cuddling involved? Well, I will cuddle the cat regardless of what they're doing. No. They're slashing you. They won't let you cuddle them. No, but like... They're biting and clawing you. I feel like you haven't really thought this through. (laughs) Well, I've always said that my death, I want uh, to break my neck falling down the musical stairs at the Museum of Science. (laughs) Oh, wow. So I'm like, bling, blong, bling, blong, bling, blong, dead. That would be great. I just feel like that would be the perfect ending to a, a ridiculous life. Yes. A ridiculous end to a ridiculous life. Will you be sad if I'm with you and I laugh instead of cry just in that moment? I'll cry later, but... Yeah, no, I would hope... No, I'd want a big laugh. Okay. I would want right. the... I would want, And I'd want you as a witness because then you'd have to tell the story. Yeah. And be like, we lost Brendan. <laughs> when he hit that C chord. And you'd chord. have to try to... So you'd have to try to tell people how I died and like do the bleep blah bleep blah. And still try to be, like, sensitive to their feelings. Sensitive and solemn about it. Yeah, so that would be my last uh, act of torturing you. Great. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Um, so they both kind of resist sort of talking to the Anne-Margaret. I don't know. What's her name? Ariel. Ariel. Yes. Um, so they both resist talking to her at first, but then Max starts kind of pursuing her. Um, and she only sees Max as a friend, but she's definitely interested in John. Um, and this brings up this old resentment that they've been fighting about for years um, from Max. So he responds by pushing John's fishing shack into the lake and they get in a huge fight. Oh, oh, oh. oh you broke my nose. I didn't break your damn nose. Look at that. Now what the hell has gotten into you? You stole it, didn't you? What? She's mine. Oh, says who? Says me. Yeah, well, she came to me. Bull, you're trying to steal her away just like you did May. Oh, for God's sake, can I remind you, Einstein, May was no prize. She was to me. I was married to the woman 20 years. She was no prize. She was to me. Yeah, well, that's why you're a moron. If you'd ended up with May, you never would have had Amy. And Amy was a good woman. She was the best. damn sight more loyal than May ever was. Absolutely. So. So what? Huh? What? Huh? So? What? 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 <laughs> so funny. I know. I love that. In the middle of an impassioned fight, they just forget what they're talking yeah. about. I feel like I've done that before in like yeah. heated arguments about something, you know, it's always like politics or something, but I completely forget like what <laughs> completely my lose your train of thesis thought. statement was on the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever, now, one of the, in this movie, one of the things they do is they go out ice fishing, which is sort of, they go out in the shack and they cut a hole in the ice and they, you know, fish. They basically wait for the fish, but it's it's kind of this solo activity in the middle of the cold. Is that something you think you would be into, ice fishing? Yeah, I think I would be into ice fishing, but I think the part of, like, it was just so weird. It was like they just brought everything that they had at home to these shacks. It just doesn't seem right. like worth it. It just, if you want to be doing fishing in nature, like, why do you have to bring your television and... Your record player yeah. and... I mean, no, I would totally, if, I would be psyched if I had a fishing shack, but I don't know. What about you? No, that would be terrible. Yeah, you would be terrible. Like, why, <laughs> oh my God, that would be so awful. It's like, okay, let me sit around in nature. I mean, I guess it's better than like being without a shack and like just being outside in the cold. Right. But but you're saying that is must, you know, you like nature a lot more than I do. And like, you sort of like being outside in nature. I like being inside. Yeah. But I'm like, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be inside, just stay inside. Just stay inside, yeah. Right, and then buy. You know, they have fish. Yeah. At the supermarket, I bought. I went to the fish market today. It's super and easy. And I got fish. It's. Just, I just pulled a little ticket. I was number fifty four. 
They were on number 52. You want me to keep going yeah, with the story? Yeah, what happened next? So they were on... Uh, well, then what happened was 52 finished their order. Yeah. Then they served number 53. What did 53 get? She got get? something small. She got something small. I think she got some swordfish or something huh, like that. interesting. And then I got what I... I mean, 54 came up. It was my turn. And I got some shrimp okay. because I'm going to okay. do a little shrimp stir fry later. Okay. And then I, I got a, I got a little catfish fillet. So for that, that I'm, so I'm going to do that maybe tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, keep me updated. Good story. Yeah, yeah no. that, was, that was fascinating. <laughs> I know it was. I, I can't imagine someone still listening right now. I cannot imagine. They were like, oh, Brendan's telling one of his fish market stories again. Not again. That goes nowhere. Yeah, it's just a little weird. And then they had the woman selling, um, she was basically like a convenience store on the ice. Right, right. Selling cigarettes. Yeah, I yeah. could do that maybe. I feel like I like, would like the drinking, smoking aspect of that. Right, of that lifestyle. Yeah, but it's also right. like something I probably shouldn't be doing. So, right. But when you're old, like when Burgess Meredith, who is oh one of the funniest God. parts in the movie, yeah. is like he's he's like I'm 94. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> like he's he is he is crass. Yeah, he was very funny. Um, so John feels bad for how lonely Max is, and he also he's about to lose his house to the IRS. Um, so he thinks that he won't be a good partner for Ariel. Um, so he ends things with her, and it's very upsetting. Um, and then on Christmas Eve, Max tries to patch things up, but it ends in this other big fight because um, Max doesn't really kind of get what's going on. But on the way home from the bar, he finds that John has collapsed on the ground, likely due to a heart attack. Oh my God! Hey, John. John! John! Are you dead? No. Not yet. But I don't want to die looking at your ugly face. You stay there. You stay right there. Wait a minute. I'll be right back. Help! Help! It's an emergency! See, Abby, it's normal if you find your friend, a.k.a. me, lying on the ground, on barely conscious, yeah. you should help them instead of drawing dicks on their face. See, I was thinking if I was like, are you dead yet? And you were like, no, I think I would say, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> right, exactly. And just sit there and you you build a little shack above yeah, yourself. Yeah, and I bring my TV. Just like TV and be like, I'm just waiting for him to die in the ice. And then I would use my fishing pole to take your wallet. I don't know. <laughs> to murder me with a fishing pole somehow? somehow? I don't know. But yeah, that scene was very sad. I'm not crying. It was, You're yeah. crying. It's very, very emotional. Yep. If, if one had emotions, yes. So feeling bad, Max visits John in the hospital and realizes what he means to him. Could you tell me where Mr. John Gustafson is? Are you a friend or family? John Gustafson. What? Are you friend or family, sir? Friend? Merry Christmas, John. Oh, big Walter Matha with his big droopy face. I feel like that's big, how I'm going to age. Face. It terrifies me. <laughs> you feel like you're I, you're gonna. I think I'm gonna get gonna, those jowls. You're gonna go full Mathau. Mm, I'm going Mathau. Have you heard about Abby? She went full <laughs> Mathau. No, not half Mathau. Nope. No, no, she went for the whole, whole thing. kitten caboodle, whole droopy dog. She looks like a basset hound. <laughs> So, in the end, John recovers and he marries Ariel and Max. Did you fall for the fake out? Because it was sort of a little bit of a fake out that's like, oh, we might be at John's funeral. But no, no we're I didn't wedding. fall. It was like, yeah, I just figured. I also knew that there was a sequel. So, I put Which two we and may two cover together. In future episodes. Yes, we may. So, yeah, John recovers and he marries Ariel and Max helps uh, John keep his house and they kind of stick it to the IRS guy. Um, but in the end, he puts a fish in the limo as they go off to their honeymoon. It's a very good yes. ending gag. It's very And then, good. of course, there is some uh, bloopers at the end, which you yes. know I'm a big fan of bloopers. During bloopers the should be at the end of every movie. I believe every movie yeah. should end every in bloopers. Mm -hmm. My movie, The Sympathy Card, there's there's a little bit of a blooper. Yes, at there the end. is. I'm just going to say, yeah. So if you all want to check that out. But anyway. <laughs> Bud <Butt> plugs. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the movie, Brendan. 
that is the movie. That is 1993's Grumpy Old Men. So thank you for the amazing recap. You're welcome. Abby, it almost makes me forgive you for leaving me for dead by the side <laughs> of the road. Almost. almost. But the important question is, which one of us has the better friendship? John and Max from Grumpy Old Men or Abby and Barrett from Abby Grumpy and Barrett? Slightly Abby and Barrett. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you fucked up. It's because I was thinking I was gonna think I was gonna do some grumpy old men uh, bit, but I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say just tune in next. Okay, that's, just, that just, works. Just stay, just stay, just stay listening. Okay. Till next. Are friends better than buddies, or buddies better than friends? What about pals? It's food for thought. This week's episode is brought to you by the hottest new cryptocurrency on the market. Are you into crypto, Brendan? I am not, and I got to be honest, I'm not even really sure how the whole crypto thing works. It's confusing, right? Everybody wants to get in on the latest investing trend and make some money, but you need a degree in computer science to even understand what's going on. So the people at BarrettCoin have really simplified things. Wait, did you say BarrettCoin? Yes, BarrettCoin. So here's how it works. You send a check for however much you want to invest in BarrettCoin, and then BarrettCoin puts it up on the blockchain for you. Easy peasy. Abby, did you just make up a cryptocurrency so people will send you money? No, like not exactly. Look, here's how it works. You send me a check. I mean, you send BarrettCoin a check. It rests in the BarrettCoin account for like a minute. And then I put it on the blockchain for you. Uh Uh-huh. And can you describe to our listeners what blockchain is? Yeah, it's it's like a chain, but it's made of blocks, like really small blocks. Okay, listeners, please don't invest in Abby's Get Rich Quick Scheme. Instead, you can like and subscribe, rate and review us so we can get sponsors that don't involve Abby pretending to know what blockchain is. I know what the blockchain is, Brendan. I visited it yesterday. I've got a friend in my buddy, and my buddy's got a friend in me. Welcome back to We're Too Old for this podcast. My name is Abby Barrett. And I am Brendan Boogie, and we're talking about 1993's Grumpy Old Men. Now, this is a segment of the show where we compare the movie Friendship to our own. So perhaps it would be helpful, as is our custom, for Abby to tell you all how it is that we met. So how did we meet, Abby? Tell the people. I was just thinking about this today, actually. Really? Yeah, just about, you know... Such a crazy detailed story I'm about to tell. Um, (laughs) But a a lot of people don't know this, but we met at a um, fort building retreat. It's so funny that we were just talking about those ice houses. A fort building retreat as in building forts? Yes. Right. I mean, I remember. I'm just clarifying. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Well, and the, the twist was like, even though it was outdoors, the forts that we were building were still made out of couch cushions. Right, exactly. So we would bring the couch cushions outside and build forts outside. Yeah, and you and I were, I think we were like basically neck and neck in the competition. Right, there was a competition element for yep. the best fort. Yeah, and uh, ultimately we both lost out to, weirdly, the My Pillow guy. He just, the My Pillow guy. He that, just that, built a better he, fort. Well, the thing about that guy is he's got his shit together, first he does. of all. Mm-hmm. He's very smart. So smart. <laughs> He's so smart and very, you know, not easily manipulatable by, no. you know, re- repetitive messaging <laughs> and celebrity. Um, and celebrity. You know, he certainly knows, you know, stuffed items such as pillows. He does. You and know, he built, he, his. I mean, I tried to put. I tried to put a sauna in mine, which I think was my. Yeah. That was my error because having a sauna in in a in a structure made out of uh, couch cushions, it's it's kind of a no starter. Yeah. But I thought. But I was reaching for. Sometimes you got to reach for the stars. Yeah, and I admire admire that about you. But yeah, you it failed. It failed miserably. Yeah. I had a water bed in mine. It was heart shaped. Heart shaped waterbed, mm-hmm. right? And yours, yours, the structure was okay, but I think the problem was the orgies that you were having in there. Yeah, they got it because this was a a uh, event that was sponsored by the Boy Scouts of America. Yep, yep. And you just got the waterbed in there, and you're like, "Let's get to fucking." <laughs> and yeah, was, people had problems with that, which I thought was so weird. I don't know. They're, I was there to win. I know. It fucking a, wins every time. We're such a sexually repressed nation. I know we really are. <laughs> and that's how we met, Brendan. And that is how we mm-hmm. met. 
So the first question that we ask when it comes to the film is which one of us is the John and which one of us is the Max? <sighs> what do you think, Abby? This one I kind of struggled with, especially because there's like a girl involved that they're both after and we wouldn't necessarily be going after the same. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think in the end, you might be the Walter Matthau. Mm, I'm the Max. Yeah. Tell me why. Well, I think that he is more aggressively mean. Mm-hmm, that's true. And he dyes his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and say it. I'm more jowly than you. You're more. Ju- you're slightly it. more jowly, but I'm. I'm right behind you. I don't know. My jowls are fairly. Um. I don't know. I think fairly it, significant. He just had a um. In a weird way, he had his shit more together. Mm-hmm. Financially, anyway. But it was, I don't know, it was a hard one. Help me out yeah, here. It, I, was, it was a tough one. because I, th- I think I tend to agree, and I think we have to go into some some sort of, some weird details. I, I, th- I think Max sort of was a little more kind of established. There was less chaos in his life. Yes. And I feel like... You also, you have a super hot Daryl Hannah daughter. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And my, you know, if I'm going to have kids, you know, they're going to they're gonna be little Kevin Pollock. So oh, yes. They're going to be staring it. into windows of staring into the windows hot neighbor. Creeps. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. But God, 1993 Daryl Hannah. Oh, here I mean, we go. I mean, come on. Yeah, here we go. Come on, 1993 <laughs> Daryl Hannah. Would you prefer... 1993 Daryl Hannah over Trading Places. Uh-uh. Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Ooh, that is a tough call. That's a tough call. I got to go. It's so, they're you so You have to different. murder one of them. Who do you murder? Oh, I have to murder one mm-hmm. of them. You know what? I, I think I would murder, I guess I would murder Daryl Hannah. I hate to do that just because I love Jamie Lee Curtis so much. But Daryl Hannah, I mean, all time great. Oh, so you, you would murder try- Jamie Lee? No, okay. I would murder neither of them. I refuse. Who this. are you going to murder? I, I refuse. You know what? I'm going to flip this on you. Okay. Because you always like a good game of Mary Fuck Kill. Yes, I do. So you've got Mary Fuck Kill. You got Jack Lemon. Yeah. You got in this movie. In this movie. Of yeah. this age, so this character this or just uh, just the actor, but of this age. Let's say the actor of this age. Okay. So the actor in 1993. Mary Fuck Kill. You got Jack Lemon. You got Walter Matthau. Uh-huh. And you got Bur- Burgess Meredith. Ooh, I think. Mary Fuck Kill. I think I will probably marry John Lemon. Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. John Lennon. Mm-hmm. I'm John sorry. John Lennon. Uh, Jack Lemon. I think John Lennon in there for no reason. <laughs> I will fuck Ringo. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think I would. Oh God, I don't know. Can I fuck? Can I fuck Burgess's face, but Mathau's body? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just like sew his head on? Oh my god! Why? Why? Well, because like the jowls are just—it's too much. It's too much jowls. But like you know, for fucking? he's like a tall, fit guy for his oh age. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's swarthy. I'm, gonna, I'm I'm calling an end to this right now. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I need a safe word. You just—I just learned way more than I wanted to about you. All right. Well, what about you? Oh, uh, I would uh, marry Mathau, fuck Lemon, and kill Meredith only because he's old, the oldest and he had the less life anyway. Okay. He's only and 15 think- years older in the movie. Yeah, but still, that's a significant amount. Yeah. Okay. All right. One of the things in this movie is they hold a grudge. You know, they have this lifelong grudge. They they live next to each other for decades and they just they have this real grudge against each other from from an earlier romantic triangle or whatever you yep. want to call it how how are you with grudges or what's the longest grudge that you've ever held i'm not usually a grudge person but there is one grudge that i will hold to my grave i would like to hear about that grudge. <laughs> you're gonna be so disappointed because it's not really a grudge against a person it's a grudge okay. against a restaurant group in Somerville, <laughs> <Okay>. Massachusetts. <laughs> All right, tell me about that. So me and my friend, we had a long bar shift at the local restaurant down the street, and we went to the bar of this local restaurant that I have the grudge against. There's Which no- shall remain nameless due to litigation. Exactly. And we just were, you know, we were the only 
people at the bar, they had cleared out, they were about to close and we had a bag of goldfish. And then all of a sudden we were just, you know, snacking, we were starving. And then randomly some guy just comes out of the kitchen. He's not even wearing like a chef outfit. So we had no idea who he was. And he was like, oh, what do you think this is a Starbucks? Which was, I guess, his way of saying like, please don't eat outside food, which would have been, if he had just said that like a normal person, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But he was super rude, and we were like so taken off guard because we mm-hmm. were also the only paying customers at this point at this bar that was closing. And yeah. the bartender was super weird about it. And it was just like clearly like we were also restaurant folk, so they were just being right. like there's sort of a code of ethics. And we weren't like yeah. we weren't like snorting lines on the bar. We were eating right. goldfish. It was like snacks that her right. daughter hadn't finished that day. Right. And um, I've been back, or before that, I had been there a few times, and the service was just, they were so rude. And I was like, you know yeah. what? Me and my friend, um, shout out to Eden, we were like vowed to never. And once, never. anytime I walk by that restaurant, I take a picture of myself giving the restaurant the finger and send it to <laughs> How her. many years ago was that? Probably like 10, 11. 10, 11 yeah. years. Nice. And that's my grudge. So that's, a, that's a decent grudge, because yeah. it's just being treated rudely once. Yeah. You're like, Fuck this forever. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm like that too with restaurants, for sure. Yeah. If you treat me wrong once, I'm like, you're done for life. Yeah. Done for there's life. No, there's no need for that. I get it. I've, I've worked in it. Like, there's just no need. Yeah. I'm generally not a grudge holder either, um, it, even though, like, it's kind of in my DNA because I'm Irish and that's kind of what we do. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, hey, look at this scar right here. Do you see this scar? Oh, yeah. That's like a dent. It looks like a forcep dent. Right. I wear glasses so people don't often see it, but there's a scar right above my eye that happened uh, when I was, I think I was maybe six, and uh, my brother was fooling around and pushed me down, and I whacked my head off the toilet, and I have that scar. I'm still a little mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because it's a toilet scar. I know. He was, he was like, he's what, two years, two, three three years older than me. So he was, he's like nine or something like that. I mean, logically, I have let it go. But when I see that scar, I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Fuck you. You damaged your face. (laughs) You damaged my beautiful face. Who knows what I could have done? I know. You could have been like, you know, the next Ryan Reynolds. Extra, I we look. I often get confused. I do too. with him. Do you want to at some point in your life smash his head against the toilet just for payback? No, no. Life has already done that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. I shouldn't, I shouldn't <laughs> say that. I shouldn't say that. I'm just busting his balls. No, I have no. I have. I let. I let that go. And on a on a logical level, okay. I'm not actually mad because he was nine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't get mad at a nine year old. And plus, he wasn't even like doing anything like. We weren't fighting or anything. We were fooling around. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there was laughing involved and there was an accident. It was horseplay. Yeah, it was horseplay. Yeah. But like I still look at that scar. I'm like, fucking my beautiful face. It's now, it's now imperfect. It's now imperfect. Yep. Yeah. That's a good grudge though. It's a good grudge. Yeah. Well, siblings. It's always good to hold a grudge against siblings forever. Yes. yes, absolutely. That's basically what my my family crest is, is <laughs> three brothers not talking to each other. <laughs> perfect. So they are retired. They're of retirement age. So they're they're kind of hanging out all the time and doing a lot of fishing. What do you imagine your retirement years will be like? What do you want them to be like? How often do you think about your retirement years? Um, I think about it a lot just because, you know, financially you have to kind of plan for it. I, yeah. I don't envision, although I do love the snow, I don't envision st- shoveling as much as they shovel in that movie holy oh, crap oh that is such a that is such a like and they like don't have a driveway like they're they're uh, parked on the street oh, come on old men i mean i am you know 30 years younger than they are and i'm no i will never shovel again yeah i will never shovel again but i think that retirement wise yeah i don't know i guess just like it would be nice to be like near a beach I guess. Mm-hmm. I haven't really thought that much do? about it. What, what would you do with your day-to-day, do you think? Well, like, they go ice fishing. What do you think your day-to-day sort of activity would be? I think I'd start off the morning with, like, a little LSD. Yeah. By, you know, a little meth by lunchtime. Mm-hmm. No, I think that, like, yeah, I think I would just try to do a lot of reading and sort of take dumb, stupid retirement classes. Like, I would love now to live in a retirement village, the ones that have, like, painting classes. Like, why yeah, can't there be a place like that for people in their 40s yeah i I, know exactly i mean i I feel you know i'm sort of i'm self-employed and and a lot of times i feel like i am pretty retired (laughs) because like my day is like i just totally in charge of my day so i'm like oh i'm gonna get up i'm gonna 
do some stretching, going to eat some breakfast, going to put on some coffee, going to write a little bit. Yeah. Maybe I'll go get lunch with somebody. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like a kind of, like, you know, it's pretty close to what it is now. It's a perpetual weekend. What is your like nightmare of, of, of retirement? I mean, you know, not to be like, get too morbid. Don't get super morbid. Yeah, I'm not like, like all, you know, health issues aside, I think, you know, nightmare would just be like sort of having to be stuck in a community that you don't like because of finances or, you know, just right. not having the freedom. I would hate it if I wasn't able to drive. Yeah. You know, because right. that's just like freedom. It's, uh, you know, for me, I think of, I, again, I watch that movie and I see all the snow and I'm like, no fucking way am I dealing that yeah. when I'm, dealing with that when I'm old. There's just no fucking way. I don't care what it what it takes. What it, There'll be no snow well, in my retirement, goddammit. I think climate change is going to fix that anyway, so. Yeah, no, sweet. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to, we're not going to make it to retirement age. <laughs> nope. Yay. Hooray for climate change. It solves all our long-term planning problems. <laughs> How grumpy on a scale of one to 10 do you think you are in general? Are you a grumpy person? Are we like averaging it out? Like, Yeah, let's say just day to day, how grumpy are you? I would say scale of like one to 10, gr- 10 being super grumpy. I think mm-hmm. I'm like a, I'm probably a three or four, maybe really? five. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe six. Maybe, maybe six, seven. maybe seven. Maybe eight or nine. As I was saying, and I was thinking about everything that makes me grumpy, and and I was starting to get grumpy. Well, it's, I mean, I think I'm I'm a more grumpy than average person, Hmm. although I I don't think, I think of myself as sort of, in general, an optimistic person, but my sort of day-to-day, I think of grumpy less about, like, outlook and more about kind of, like, minor annoyances. Mm, Okay, yeah. And stuff like that, I get, I am very annoyed by small things. Or big things, I feel like I'm fairly positive. Yeah, you don't present optimistic. as grumpy. Yeah, but you don't you don't live with me. Yeah, <laughs> I have this quiz brought to us as always by science about how grumpy you are. So we've got a way to calculate how grumpy you are. Would you like to take this scientific quiz? I guess. Oh man, you're coming into it with with some grumpy energy. That was acting, and I, and I appreciate it. I think it'll help with the quiz. Okay, good. So don't try to pretend to be less grumpy than you actually are. Okay. Because then you're spitting in the face of science. Yeah, I don't want to do that. So first question. Yeah. Which of these actual neighbors of yours makes you grumpiest? Okay. Okay, these are actual neighbors of yours. Okay. Okay, Gladys across the street who won't stop practicing her geriatric burlesque act with the curtains open. Okay. Tom, next door, who won't stop practicing the bagpipe solo from Van Halen's Hot for Teacher at 11 p.m. to midnight. Okay. Curtis, on the other side, who won't stop practicing urology on sedated squirrels, despite not having a license of any kind. Okay. Or Diana, two houses down, who won't stop practicing voodoo with an Abby Barrett doll she made out of some of your hair that she found in your gutter. Okay, so which one, do I rank them? Which one makes you the grumpiest? But yeah, you can rank them. Um, I guess I would say that the voodoo doll will probably make me, assuming that she's successful. Yeah. Then oh, that, she's very good. Okay. Diane is very good. Um, second, That's most most grumpy. Most grumpy. Second place would be the urologist because he's just molesting squirrels. That's just squirrel. <laughs> exactly. He's just touching Mor- squirrels. <laughs> he's just he is. He yeah. thinks he's doing. He thinks he's trying to help them with your. But he's just at the end of the day, he's just molesting. Them. Yeah. And then honestly, I freaking love the bagpipe. I know everybody hates it. I love- I do too. What? I love bagpipe. It's so cool. I find it stirs up my emotions. Yeah. I love the sound of bagpipe, but everyone's like, oh, bagpipe. I yeah, love bagpipe. Me too. Let's start wow, a bagpipe we, band. Who knew we were on team bagpipe? I know. Um, who knew? And then like the grandma, like I don't have to look. If, 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 no, good for do. her, honestly. Oh, you do. You have to look. I do. What is it like? One of those like clockwork part orange of the, situations. Part of the na- na- yeah, exactly. Part of the neighborhood rules. Oh, this neighborhood's if weird. If you don't look, they they double your mortgage. It's weird. Oh shit! All right. Well, I guess I'll look and then listen to bagpipe at the same time. There you go. Exactly. Next question. Mm-hmm. What part of the day are you the grumpiest? First thing in the morning when you realize the shit show of a day you're going to have to engage in. Yep. <clears throat> around 3 p.m. when you realize everything you've done so far today has been stupid and pointless. Mm-hmm. Right before bed when you realize you got to wake up and go through the pointless charade of existence all over again. Mm-hmm. 
or around 3 a.m. when your brain decides to remind you of all your failures starting around the fifth grade. It's like you know me. That is literally <laughs> my day every single day. Um, Which I, part makes you the grumpiest? I am actually historically very grumpy in the mornings, as evidenced mm. by um, Christmas morning, my older brother and sister would be like, Santa came, and I would be like, I don't care, I want to go back to sleep. Like, I did not give a fuck about Santa Claus, I just wanted to keep fuck sleeping. That guy. Yeah. So I will never be a morning person. Yeah. I get grumpiest at night, especially when it's close to bed, and I feel like there's something getting in the way of me in bed. Oh, interesting. <laughs> where I'm just okay. like, where I'm just like, okay, it's time to go to bed. Oh, wait, I have to go. To, you know, my partner would be like, oh, wait, I have to brush my teeth. Ah! <laughs> I want to sleep now. Yeah. Like once I'm single-minded on sleep, I get very grumpy. Okay, that makes sense. Next question. When you are grumpy, you are most likely to lash out at Brendan. Mm-hmm. Eat an entire German chocolate cake without any utensils. Uh huh. Run around the neighborhood yelling, stay out of my way, cheese bags. <laughs> or lash out at Brendan. Mm, I feel like there's two options that appeal to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I would say, wait, what was the second one though? Eat an entire German chocolate mm. cake without any utensils. I've definitely like hate ate things like when you're so angry. That you just yeah. like fucking cram shit yeah. in your face. Um, I'm definitely a grumpy eater yeah. for sure. I don't. You- also, did you know German chocolate cake has nothing to do with Germany? I did not know that. It's the the person's name that invented it. Their last name was German. This is almost as exciting as your fish market story. <laughs> it's true. I got almost. all kinds of good ones. Got all kinds of good ones this week. I'm gonna say the German chocolate cake because I don't think that I'm when I'm grumpy. I'm necessarily a lasher outer. Well, I think we're going to agree to disagree oh, on that. Oh, really? <laughs> Interesting. What is the fastest way to get you out of a grumpy mood? Shove an entire pizza into your face, followed by a cupcake, followed by another pizza. Mm-hmm. A sporting game of high-stakes badminton. Mm-hmm. A marathon viewing of the Real Housewives of Undersea Atlantis. <laughs> I definitely want to watch that. Or punching Brendan as hard as you can in the cervix. I think obviously it's the last one. Yes. Followed by the Atlantis Real House. I would like to see that. I don't usually go for reality, but it is interesting to me that when they're fictional. They also make me feel better about myself. Oh, do they? Because they're so awful. The Atlanteans. Yeah, the Atlanteans are pretty awful to each other. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. And finally, who is the greatest grumpy old man of all time? We've got Wilfred Brimley, Mm -hmm. Ed Asner. Mm hmm. General George Patton, uh-huh. or B. Arthur. Twist. Who is the grumpiest out of all of them? But greatest grumpy old man of all time. I mean, I'm going to go with Ed Asner. Ed Asner's a great grumpy you know, old man. Wilfred Brimley, was he grumpy? Or was he just like... He was very grumpy. Okay. No, he was very grumpy. Yeah, the two of them are very grumpy. B. Arthur, also very grumpy. Yes. Not actually a man. That was I did, I did that for humor. She definitely lashed out a lot. She lashed out a lot, yeah. yeah. I think B. Arthur is one of my favorite human beings that ever lived. She's amazing. I, I think she's so funny. Yes. So I think she's my favorite, but you're going to go ahead, Asner? Uh, yes. Other, another excellent choice. Thank you. Did I win? I think we learned a lot. Okay. I mean, is, is, is winning the same as learning? No. Do you then think no. that? <laughs> Who thinks that? That winning and learning are similar? Yeah. I don't know. I think we, every time we learn something... We win, a little angel gets his winning wings. <laughs> his winning wings. Little squirrel gets a urology exam. <laughs> <laughs> so we've solved a lot of things here. We've learned a lot about each other. Mm-hmm. We've learned a lot about uh, the characters John and Max from Grumpy Old Men. Sure, sure. But the question is, who has the better friendship, John and Max or Abby and Brendan? When should we find out, Abby? Next. All right, let's do it. It's Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit. I have got a brand new Substack newsletter called Boogie Writes. It's a bunch of comedy essays and all kinds of weird stuff that will be delivered directly to your 
email box. Is that a thing? An email box? There's a free tier and a paid tier, so please subscribe. Just go to brendanboogie.substack.com. It's brand new. I hope you like it, and I think it's great, but I think I'm great. And uh, Abby's got nothing this week, so Abby's uh, Abby's a real jerk. Abby's, Abby's kind of a loser. She's got nothing going on. But I got lots going on, and this has been Bud Plugs. If you were in a movie, who would play your buddy double? And we are back. So this is the point of the show where we come up with a verdict. Which one of us has the better friendship? The John and Max? (laughs) I just had a a senior moment there. Mm -hmm. John and Max from Grumpy Old Men? Yep. Or Brendan and Abby? from grumpy middle-aged people yes which is what we are i don't know this is a tough one i think do, do, do you agree this is a tough call i was just thinking it was a tough call and now i think i i think i'm you think you're all set i think i'm all set i'll go i can go well, first all right well i'll see you later okay okay oh wait no we, we should we should do the verdict that's the part we're doing a podcast oh we are people, yeah the, this oh. is the part where we do funny stuff <laughs> it's hilarious stuff and then we entertain the, oh, people, the people that are listening <laughs> Whoa! I don't. I don't know what voice that was. I don't either. Um, I'm gonna go out and say that uh, they have the better friendship. All right. Tell me why. Tell me why. Because like they've been fighting for all these years, but they still like live next to each other and mm-hmm. have been friends since childhood, and still, even though they kind of hate each other, are looking out for each other. Whereas when you right. and I hate each other, we try to destroy each other. Yeah. Right, like that time I called the IRS and had them told them that they that you weren't paying any of your taxes. Yes, exactly. And when I, I thought it was a good bit, I thought yeah. it was a good bit. And when I trained that big cat to chomp on right. your jugular, exactly, which is why I have no jugular anymore. I know it's just missing. It's weird. I'm a mir- I'm a miracle of science, <laughs> miracle baby. Yeah, I just think that you know they have a lifetime of memories and friendship, and you know they're just. They're in it for the long haul, which I'm just not sure we are. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Sorry to bring this up right now. Oh, that is very that is very sad. Because I, I so so you're saying that 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 Jack and Max have the better friendship than we do. Yes, overall, okay. I, overall. I think I disagree. I think we have a better friendship, and, uh, and I'll tell you why. I think there's one thing that they do that we don't do and maybe it's because of their age and maybe it's because of the time the movie was made but they sort of have this competition over ariel Mm -hmm. as if they kind of can call dibs like she belongs to me i win her you and i would never do something like that well a a because we would never be in love with the same person well you never know you never know we never know but b i think that um it's more yeah i think we just come from a place where we know that that's completely insane and wrong right exactly but i don't know that that makes us better friend it just makes us more self-aware i think it makes us better friends because i don't think that you and i would let something like our own selfish wants get in the way of the friendship in the way that it does for them now i think one of the things we have in common with john and max is that we very much enjoy calling each other names. Yes. We very much enjoy making each other's lives uncomfortable. Yes. And we very much like show affection by sort of insulting each other. Yes. That is sort of, affection. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Affection. That is what it is. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. But I disagree with you on your point that you don't think we're in it for the long haul. I very much think, Abby, and, and time will tell, I very much think that Old Abby and old Brendan is going to be this. I think we're going to be still doing the podcast <laughs> or whatever technology is happening in 35 it, years. Yeah, it'll be or, some sort of like VR. Right. But I think you and I as old people are going to be as close as we are now, if not closer, mm. because because no one else can stand us. That's true. Nobody else is going, you know, our, everyone else is going to either die off or leave us because we're so difficult. But you and I are going to be together forever. We're going to be together till our death. No, <laughs> don't you threaten me. I swear that's what's going to happen. So I think in that way, we're going to be in our 70s and 80s or however old they were at the time of this movie. We're going to be 
as close. So we are the better friendship because we have everything they have and more. Hmm. Well, I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree. I, I do not agree. I disagree. <laughs> and I'm going to hold a grudge. Yeah. All right. I will so. hold a grudge too because you don't think we're good enough friends to last. And that's going to make me not talk to you for 30 years. <laughs> Perfect. My plan is coming together. Or move next door to you and try to make every morning difficult for you, which let's be honest, that's more my style. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think we could, I could see us at the retirement village being neighbors. I, I would like to be in the same retirement village as you. I think that would be a lot of fun. I'm going to turn everybody against you, though. <laughs> I know. I'm well, going to mean girl the shit out of you. <laughs> my last five years will be like, I swear to God, I was licensed for the, the squirrel urology appointments. <laughs> I was not molesting that squirrel. It was it was it was medical care. <laughs> it was treatment. Do no harm to squirrels. That's the Hippocratic oath. So we have a split decision. We do. That's what we're saying. We have a split decision. I know. I left you nowhere to go with the Hippocratic oath on squirrels. Yeah, that, that was, was my bad. That was something. Well, I think we've learned a lot, but one question remains. What's that? What if we were John and Max? Baron and from a motion picture but change the words a little bit oh hey what's up moron word on the street is you couldn't get it up last night you couldn't rise to the occasion as if dick face i've laid more pipe around here than the new york department of water and power that's not what i heard rumor has it you were yanking your wrench for hours but couldn't get your nut to fasten if you know what i mean you wish you putts all parties involved were very satisfied please I'm told you got clearance to land in Poundtown, but there was debris on the runway, so you had to reroute to Cleveland, if you know what I mean. That is bullshit. Who is saying all this? Oh, everyone's talking about it. You dipped your flesh noodle into the stock pot, but it came out al dente, if you read me. I did not. And Wait, I'm not even sure that one makes sense. You filled your gill sacks with air so you could spawn, but she did not present her eggs for fertilization, if you catch my drift. Gill sacks? What? You revealed your underpants region and shouted the three sacred words of the mystics, but they did not release the sex smoke, if you know what I'm saying. I... sex smoke? I don't even... You tried to garnish your ham, but her loin fruit had expired? Abby, have you actually ever had sex? No. No, I haven't. <sighs> all right, I'll bring out the book again. Ew. The one with the gross pictures. It's all very natural. Now, these, see, these here, these are the fallopian tubes. It's important oh. that you know everything about oh. the fallopian tubes. The key to this whole thing is no. the fallopian tubes. Say this. it with me, fallopian no. tubes. Yes, it's, it's, it's natural. It's fallopian tubes. I won't do it. Hey, buddies, if you like what you hear, please follow us at We're Too Old Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Friendster. I think our GeoCities is probably still up and running. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to talk about, or if you're a sponsor that wants to offer us some of that sweet, sweet podcast money, email us at we'retooldpod at gmail.com or just look out the window because Abby and I are out there. We're watching you right now. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, buddies.